Reformed and Confessional exist to promote Reformed confessionalism, to proclaim the sufficiency of Scripture, and to extol the supremacy of Christ over all things. Reformation Mentality, 9.5 Theses, written by M. Aaron Cohen. The Reformation is a pivotal piece of church history in which God moved several men to lead the church away from human inventions and back to the holy, inspired, sacred scriptures. The Roman Catholic Church's abuses of its members set the scene for the Reformation to begin. Should the mentality of the early Reformers continue in today's culture? The Holy Bible is the basis for the Christian faith and practice. The scriptures are indeed fully sufficient for all things pertaining to life and godliness. The scriptures are alive and lead the sinner to repentance. They proclaim the immense love that God has for his people, which is displayed in Jesus Christ. The scriptures were also given, in a specific context, to a specific people, at a specific time, under specific political constraints, through specific authors, with a specific message, full of specific truths, enduring specific hardships, culminating in a specific person, Jesus Christ. These truths are important because they reveal our need to understand history, ancient culture, and customs to prevent a misreading of the biblical texts. The other important perspective to have when looking at the scriptures is that there is a distinct theme that runs through the Bible that is coherent and consistent throughout the entire canon from Genesis to Revelation. Thus, we cannot read the scriptures as if they were produced in a vacuum. When the scriptures are read without some understanding of the context, culture, or history, a rich beauty and a right interpretation are missed. I'm not advocating that you need to be a historian, but I am saying that you must at least give thought to what the author meant by what was written and what the author's audience would have understood when reading the text. Upon studying the scriptures, the early reformers saw great issues in the application of the biblical theology that the church taught. They sought reform under the authority of the biblical texts. Today, Christians should seek to always be in the mindset of reform in which the Bible shapes the application of biblical theology in the church and our culture. However, an appropriate endeavor of this nature will not be properly undertaken devoid of historic lessons learned. If the Christian believes that reformation is not needed today, then I would like to ask them, to what extent should one allow the secularization of the church to continue? Where do you draw the line on what is acceptable or not acceptable in the church? The 9.5 Theses Number 1. Christians need to reaffirm the Holy Bible in its fullness as the supreme authority for all things relating to life and godliness. Number 2. Churches need to take a deep look at their application of biblical theology to make sure it is indeed biblical and not a rebranding of secular promiscuity under a churchy title. Number three, Christians need to acknowledge God's supremacy over His work and our proper place as the mechanisms by which His work is accomplished. God is the one who brings the growth. We are the ones who water and plant. Number four, Christians need to stop compartmentalizing their Christianity to certain buildings. Rather, they must view Christ as the way of life. To live in Christ is to be in Christ, and to be in Christ is to expose Christ in our actions, all of our actions. Number five, Christians need to deny principles that are anti-biblical and stand for biblical values, trusting that God is the sovereign one and will affect a good work. Items include pro-choice, die with dignity, etc. type ideals. 
Number six, Christians need to reform themselves to a life of prayer in which they rely upon God's provision instead of secular programs. Number seven, Christians need to seek unity in their churches despite preference differences. God transcends carpet color, food choices, etc. A key to fix this may be found in the older discipling the younger, strong life-sharing discipleship. Number eight, Christians need to embrace solid, exhaustive, deep biblical preaching instead of weak, microwavable, instant sermons. Number nine, Christians need to deny the human-centric fake gospel, human-centric fake worship Christian songs, and human-centric or self-centered methods of church. And number 9.5, Christians need to embrace, cherish, and promote a Christ-centered gospel, Christ-centered worship songs, Christ-centered service organization, and Christ-centered life endeavors. So, should the Reformers' mentality continue today? Yes, we should always embrace the continual renewal of thoughts rooted in the authority of the Bible and the denial of the secularization of the Church. Sola Gratia Thank you for listening to the Reformed Confessional Podcast. We pray that you will be edified and emboldened to profess Christ and to be unashamed of His gospel. Please visit us at reformedconfess.com.